You're listening to Day 42 of A Little Bit of Heaven, a special study from North Richland Hills Baptist and Cross Church, focusing on the Christian hope for this life and the life to come. Here's Pastor Scott Mays. God will reward every act of faithfulness on your part. For every Christ-following, faith-filled believer, He will reward every act of faithfulness. Listen to the words of Scripture. Fear not, little flock, Jesus says, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions, give to the needy, provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that do not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God also promises his followers these words in 1 Corinthians 15. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. And the Spirit comes behind and encourages all those in Jesus Christ by saying from the words of Revelation 14, 13, Write this, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Blessed indeed, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, for their deeds follow them. Now how does this work, you might ask? Well, every person here will face judgment at both the end of their life, but also a second judgment around the second coming of Jesus Christ. When we die, we face judgment. We can call this the judgment of faith. And the outcome of this judgment determines whether we go to heaven or hell. This initial judgment depends not on our works, not on our deeds, but on our faith. It's not what we've done during our lives, but about what Christ has done for us. If we've accepted Christ's atoning death for us, then what God judges us after we die, he sees nothing but his son's sacrifice for us, not our sin. Salvation is a free gift to which we contribute absolutely nothing. Now, non-believers, those who've yet to embrace Jesus Christ or will never embrace Jesus Christ prior to death, will also face judgment, and they will fail this judgment because of their failure to embrace Jesus Christ by faith. But let's return back to believers. The Bible indicates that all believers will stand before the judgment seat of Jesus Christ to give an account of their lives. You and I will both be in this judgment. The words of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may receive what is due for what he's done in the body, whether good or evil. It's critical to understand that this judgment is a judgment of works, a secondary judgment, not of faith, and it's probably around the second coming of Jesus, as recorded in 1 Corinthians 3, 13 and 14. Now, our works do not affect our salvation, but they do impact our reward. Rewards are about our work for God, empowered by His Spirit. Rewards are conditional. They are dependent on our faithfulness as believers. And Jesus promised a generous reward for being faithful as much as a hundred times return, as recorded in Matthew 19, verse 29. So what does God reward? Well, according to the Bible, God rewards many things. I'll mention about eight items that the Bible tells us that God specifically sees and rewards. First, we're told that God sees and rewards good works in Ephesians 6, verse 8. In Romans 2, 6. Second, he rewards his followers when they're denying themselves, as recorded in Matthew 16, verse 24. Third, you should know that he rewards you when you show compassion to the needy, in Luke 14, verse 13. Fourth, when you treat 
your enemies kindly, there's a reward. In Luke chapter 6, verse 35, God promises rewards to those who endure difficult circumstances while trusting him. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 34. Six, he also promises a reward to those who live faithfully along with good motives, 1 Corinthians 4, verse 2 and 5. And he will reward those who persevere under persecution, Luke chapter 6, verse 22 and 23. I can't help but thinking about those believers who are in North Korea now being persecuted. Lastly, God will richly reward a life of godliness, 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 11 through 14. Now, one of Jesus' favorite teaching points when speaking of rewards is how we handle our resources as believers. God will reward those who make wise and productive use of their resources and opportunities that he's given us. He grants us rewards for sacrificial, generous giving. As recorded in Matthew 19, verse 21, go and sell what you possess, he tells the rich young ruler. Give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Our model for such a faithful life is Moses, who it said of him in Hebrews 11:26, he considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to it for the reward. Moses understood the limits of earthly money versus his heavenly reward, and it takes faith to see this truth. Now, there's nothing wrong with having money. We need it to live, or we're still living in this foreign land away from our home of heaven. And God graciously provides us with money for this life. But we need to understand the limits of money. As I write and speak to you these words, the nation of Venezuela is in a severe economic crisis. Their government socialist economic policies have caused widespread hunger and medicine shortages. The nation's currency is worthless due to hyperinflation, where the price of a single cup of coffee has risen more than 380,000% over the past couple of years. Boggles the mind. Now, if you were to be in possession of Venezuelan cash, you need to get rid of it immediately because it's only good for a very short period of time. And that time is running out and has run out. It is worthless presently. So will one day all cash, no matter what government, all gold. It will be worthless when we get home. And this is how money will be in the next life. You cannot take your money with you, but you can do kingdom work with it now. You can put your money to work by rewarding the poor and putting your funds to work for the kingdom of God. Now, in conclusion, as you think about God's rewards, remember the powerful words of Hebrews chapter 6. God is not unjust so as to overlook your work and the love that you've shown for his name in serving the saints as you still do.